24 minutes after 4 o'clock right here on the Touchline and thank you for keeping it locked. I'm with you until 6pm as we're talking all things sport today. already spoke to Warren Bros about the upcoming Rugby World Cup and he says, yes, this time around, it seems like South Africa is doing everything right. Talking about the Tswane Tens as well, where our very own Mac Messina will be involved in the 27th and 28th of September. It sounds like a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from Mac how he's preparing for this one. Also, a short while ago, we chatted to Fanny Madida, 34. Remember, that is how many times he found the back of the net uh, in a season. That record is still waiting to be broken very many. 27 years later, Collins and Basuma are coming very close. But Didiza 34 is his non-profit and he's giving back to youngsters, boys and girls in a big way, saying that education along with sport, it goes hand in hand. You cannot separate the two. Going back to his school out in Newcastle and feeling rather nostalgic about that as well well because giving back is it is emotional it's an emotional thing to see you uplift someone else's life and really whether it's one kid or 10 kids it really doesn't matter but heartbreaking also to know that those sports grounds out in Newcastle at funny school happens to be the very same sporting field that he played on and that nothing has been done yet to upgrade the sporting facilities. So in the right place at the right time to be the change is a funny Madida. We change our focus now as we talk to Safa Football Business GM and we're talking about the league which is currently underway. Mamalodi Sundowns are in the lead up against UJ Ladies by a goal to nil. I'll try and keep you up to date with that score as the game unfolds there, uh, keeping a close eye here as well. Looking forward to what the coaches have to say at the end of the game. But let us join, or let, let us um, bring in to our conversation rather, uh, the business GM now, Mzwandile Mfordwane. Mzwandile, a warm welcome to the show. Good to have you. Good afternoon, Good afternoon to, to your listeners. And we are proud actually to find ourselves in the show talking about the women football development. Isn't it just great? Yeah, it's wonderful. I'm getting into the swing of things. I'm excited that it's here. And I chatted to Portia Mudise yesterday and she said she didn't want to sound negative. Happy that it started, but that there's so much more left to do. Would you agree? I would agree with with, with, uh, uh, Romy. And even when you started this journey or this path, we understood that this is the beginning because it's not where we intend to see ourselves uh, as South African Football Association. Mm-hmm. But we believe that we need to start somewhere. So therefore, just saying without starting any work, then that was not going to help us. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it make it easier? Because I've been toying with this idea. We've been chatting about it a lot on the show as well with the listeners. Wouldn't it just make it easy if all 16 teams in the PSL had women's teams like Bloemfontein Celtic and Mamalodi Sundowns, and off of that, we form a league. That would have been impressive, uh, Romy, because even now as these teams are participating, we are able to see where their resources are, because the mostly resource uh, teams are able to show, and even their performance is and and suffer. Mm -hmm. But we have not to see a balanced uh, teams participating in these matches. But we hope that uh, these other teams as well, or those that are in the PSL, will look at what is happening now and then start to prepare in order to ensure that they also have their teams that will be participating in this national industry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Are there challenges financially, if I may ask, with the start of this league and getting it underway? We chatted to SAFA Vice President Ria Ladwaba as well, who said there's 10 million in the bag, plus minus, but in order to run it the way it ought to be run, 40 million rand is needed. 
surely we need enough money because actually looking at where we come from as far as uh, the women sport is, is concerned. Because that means we need to start afresh, we need to provide to support uh, the same teams that are participating. We need to look at their level of development because even the coaches that we have as a staffer, we have indicated earlier that we want to see the women's coaching uh, these teams. So therefore, in order for us to be able to bridge that gap, there's a lot of money that we're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. But we're hoping that everybody's going to see and even the companies that are able to assist will see because sometimes people believe in when they see you do something to say now we are convinced we can be part of any project that is taking place in any country. Yeah, would it make sense for SAFA to run this league without any sponsors? It, not at all. Not at all, uh, uh, Romy. Because we need we need to to accept the fact that the, the the resources are required and they are needed and necessary for every project to be successful. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we need to have sponsors to come on board. But we felt that it's only when we start that people should see us. Some people believe when they see things happening that really we need to commit ourselves and come to assist. Therefore, we believe that by the end of the year we shall have received more people that will be committed to come and assist in the development of women. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Are you, are you putting sort of a deadline on when you need the money, how you need the money, before you decide on a continuation of this Women's League? Uh, Romy, I know we, we are engaging as well because also looking at the provincial uh, structures, government structures that must come on board because only we, we, we understand where women are coming from uh, in our society, mm. where they were said not to do other things that were done by men. When we, where they have challenges when it comes to employment and even their development. So we're hoping that everybody will be able to, to pick up their hands and say, no, let us come because this is not only for football, yeah. but it's for economic emancipation of these uh, individuals and ladies and also to be able to ensure that in future, football, just like in, in men's sport, it also becomes a source of income mm-hmm. to those that are participating in the sport, whether it be officials or players or even the referees that are assisting us in managing these games. Yeah. So therefore, we're calling to the government. We are happy that the government of Houting has committed itself to come and assist us. And now it is our intention to engage with other government, provincial government, to ask them also to be part and assist us with this development because mm. surely this is for the benefit of our community. Definitely. I, I like that uh, Coach Desiree Ellis of Banyana Banyana happens to be at the game now, UJ Ladies and Mamlodi Sundowns. But... How how will this league, in your opinion, help the development of women's football? Romy is going to assist because even the selection of the team. I know he was she was limited to seeing only few players participating or playing in their own uh, uh, regions or provinces in the social uh, women's league. Mm-hmm. But now she has been able to come here and attend the matches, and I can assure you that some of the players that are already in our women's national teams are not in these teams. They are participating in the teams that are playing in the Sassol National Women's League. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a challenge for them because these players are able to see them thanks to to SABC because everyone is able to see the talent that they are having. Then in future they'll be asking to say, but you see you have this player but there's a player that we have been seeing on TV who's doing well. Hawaii is a player not part of the team. So therefore, it's putting more challenges to those players that are not seen on a regular basis to say when they are selected by the national uh, coaches, they must do well to convince mm. people that surely 
they deserve to have a spot in our yeah, national team. Definitely. I mean, it makes me think yesterday of Bloemfontein, uh, Bloemfontein Celtic ladies where 14-year-old Cananello, my goodness, I'm not too sure if you've seen her, but she is an absolute whiz on the field. And when I heard she was 14, I was like, what? There's no way. There is just no way that at that age she has the talent that she has. It, it, it's so interesting, uh, Romy. Just imagine that, that that two weeks ago when Sundowns played against uh, Richmond, mm. they were, uh, they won by seven goals. Yeah. But now today Sundown is struggling against. They are leading by two goals to zero against UJ. Mm-hmm. But you can see that UJ has got a quality, and also given the resources that Sundowns has at its disposal, really one would commend the performance by UJ to say they are there and they are willing to show up. That really. They are here not only to be the walk on their part, but That's also it. to participate and also to compete against all these other teams that Look, are in the league. I'm excited. I really, really am. As I watch and as I marveled at the talent, that there's no way that women's football can't be taken seriously in the country. But Safa, being at the South African Football Association, I'm sure there's never a dull day. It's busy from nine to five, even beyond that, because the appointment of the new uh, coach for Bafana Bafana, which is Malefian. Seki, was this a difficult task to choose the right man? Uh, you know, you, you need to look at where you want to be, the vision and also the trust in our own local uh, local people. Because you look at where Coach Jensen came from, she was assisting uh, Coach Verapa, mm-hmm. but once she took over, we knew that you're going to be uh, the conservative champions three times in a row. Right. We could have been to the World Cup the first time when she was coaching, and also coming from the Africa Cup of Nations, where everybody believed that uh, the South African team has performed very well. So therefore, those are the things that we're looking at in coaches. But surely, it is difficult for someone who's coming to showcase that, because as a coach, you only have one week to prepare the team and play. Unlike when you are in your local clubs, where Mm. you have months and months to correct all the mm. mistakes that were committed by the players. But really, we are proud to have, to have Coach Nzeki because he has been part of our development. He has been with our national under-17. Right. And also, noticing that the under-17, that the under-23 players that we have, that beat uh, Zimbabwe this weekend by five goals to zero, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. most of them are from that under-23, under-17 team that went to Chile. It's what I was telling somebody to say. By having the coach who was also part of their development, it brings more confidence to this player to say, if I'm able to demonstrate our ability to play football, surely we have the coach that knows and understands us. So he'll be able to beat us yeah, some yeah, other yeah. Day to come play for our national team. I'm sure it's not an easy choice and decision to make and that there's lots of deliberation because we put the question out to the Touchline listeners here and a lot of them came back to say, Mulefi Nseki, who is that? Why him? Why not Dan Dan Smalisela? Why not Dr. Kamala? Why not um, um, Benny McCarthy, who came out as the top contender when we did our own little consensus here? Why not Why not anybody else? You know, why not those coaches? Probably we need to look at a continuity as well. As I said, we need to continue. He showed that he has ability. The fact that the player that we have now, are domi- those that are dominating in our PSL mm. teams, mm. played for his under-17. And he was part of the under-20. And also in the last uh, AFCON, he was with Stuart Baxter. So therefore, there is continuity from someone who understands the players, from someone who's going to continue from where the other coaches have been. 
who's not going to start from afresh with selecting the players, having confidence from the same player that is going to be coaching. Yeah. So therefore, we see that as continuity, not starting somebody afresh from a job that he has never been part of. Mm, mm. In the thick of things, I understand. I hear where you're coming from. We've been through... Oh, gosh, the last two weeks have been emotional. Um, and just taking a look at where Safa is standing versus Zambia and Madagascar, who have decided to keep South Africa at arm's length. Was this difficult to deal with or was this anticipated? Uh, Romy, let me indicate that as Safa, we truly feel sorry and strongly we condemn all these violent attacks against mm. anybody, whether mm. it's people that are coming from outside our own country, being South Africa, whether it's our own people, and including uh, this violence or abuse of women and children. It's not only that we have seen uh, women being killed, uh, students not having trust in what, whether they have a security or they are social security, whoever they are. Yeah. We strongly condemn that. But truly speaking, it was a very challenging week. But we are proud to say, as Safa, we showed that we have got the ability to, to, to host the matches. It's just that other, those teams did not have confidence in us. Because on Tuesday, we had Putuana that played against Banyana Banyana. Mm-hmm. Worst part is that Banyana lost to us. But still, our supporters understood, and they did not do anything. To, to harm the players from Botswana. Mm-hmm. On Friday, we had a, our under-23 who played against the, the Zimbabwe's under-23 in the Afghan qualifier. Yes. We still showed there, even with our security, that we are prepared to protect anybody and everybody who's coming to play in South Africa. It's a pity that we never had, had confidence from those other teams. And it's worse in Madagascar because those players were taken out. We were checking and speaking to them, even at the time when they were checking in the flight. We knew that they were checking in there in the flight. All of a sudden, we are told, told that somebody has asked them to leave uh, and go back to, to out of the, the, the flight, oh. of which it was painful to us. But we are happy that at least Zimbabwe managed to keep their players in here, and they were proud with the way in which we treated them. So therefore, it shows to people to say, this is the issue that we should not affect football in it. It might be a challenge that we're having as a country, but we need to make use of football in order to unite people as uh, Baba Mandela once said to say it's only two sports that we can be able to unify the world. Mm-hmm, that's right. And that's where we leave it. Mzwandile Marfovane. Thank you very much for making time for us here on the Touchline. We appreciate you. Thanks very much for me and thanks for the opportunity that you have given to us because I know you are always the eyes and ears of those that cannot see or even hear what is happening here. I know that there's a lot of people that have listened to the program who will keep on supporting us irrespective of where we are playing because I can assure you that next week we are going to to Limpopo mm-hmm. where we're going to have three matches that are going to be played on the Saturday. Then you're also going to have a match in Bloemfontein and a one in the Western Cape. Thank you very much and we'll be keeping track on those matches. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. More than welcome. Zondile Mafurvane there, Safa Football Business GM, talking about the hiring of Coach Molefi and Seki. So I hope for all the naysayers out there who sent those voice notes through to the touchline that you're feeling a little bit more rest assured in terms of who is at the helm of the men's national team against a two-week backdrop of violence in the country, Madagascar as well as Zambia, keeping South Africa at arm's length. However, the GM saying they are committed to keeping whoever comes into SA to play safe and sound.